It is so fun because like you can literally just try on personas and go, huh, is this me? And you go, oh, no, that's not me. And you can go, great, I'll change that. Or you can put it on and go, wow, that is powerful and that is who I'm stepping into today. Imagine what I'm going to do in the world. Matilda Morgan is a personal branding coach and visual strategist who is super talented at what she does. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about dressing for success. Welcome. Hi, so nice to be here. Thank you so much for coming on. And can I call you Tilly or you'd prefer Matilda? You can absolutely call me Tilly. Awesome. I thought we'd go way back. We can go Tilly. So it's really exciting to have you on. Mm. You're doing some amazing stuff here with local entrepreneurs. You know, there's a lot of buzz around the Gold Coast with you. You've come from the Sunshine Coast and it's great to have you as one of the locals now. So, so good to be a local here. Yeah. So are you loving being on the Goldie? I am loving being on the Goldie. It is so much fun here. There's so many things happening So many juicy little things I can get my hands into, which I haven't experienced before. So Goldie is where it's at. Oh, it is, isn't it? So many people have travelled from all around the Mm. world. I've got so many New Zealand friends here. Oh, my God. There's so many New Zealanders, even on the ads. I find that fascinating. Love it. Now, today we're going to be talking, as we said, dressing for success. So we're going to talk about five amazing tips that you can't go wrong with when it comes to dressing for success. So we're going to start off with number one, which is cuts and silhouettes. Okay. So there's so many different ways you can dress for success, but really it's about stepping into your authority and confidence and cuts and silhouettes are an incredible place to start because like the unconscious brain will pick up on tiny, tiny little visual cues and create a whole story around it. So this is where like, you know, wearing a blazer, something like that can create a completely different vibe, even if you choose to bring in something else like wearing jeans as well. So cuts and silhouettes. So we want to aim for more angled cuts, a more masculine style cuts, cleaner lines, and that's going to directly like impact how you are seen. So it's going to increase the confidence in you every time you see yourself in a mirror and it's going to allow people to look at you and go, hmm, there's something about this person that I need to take seriously. Okay. So you do that a lot with your clients? A lot. That's usually the first thing I do. So usually like, especially as women, we like to go a bit more flowy. I like to have a bit more rounded necklines and silhouettes. Usually the first thing I say is like, look, put on a V-neck create a v-neckline in yourself like whether it's a v-neck t-shirt will immediately up level how people will relate to you okay so let's talk about v-necks just out of curiosity mm-hmm. because i'm not that big in the chest so yep. a v-line is good for giving you a bit more shape as a woman or not opposite mm, it depends yeah it depends certainly if like you are quite big chested it can It really depends because what we're looking for is broader shoulders. And this is what a V-neck does. It broadens the shoulders and the neckline to create a stronger shoulder line, which is going to immediately shift how people are looking at you. So there's many ways you can create a V-neck. So you can even just do it for like wearing a blazer or like what you've got on today with the jacket. Mm -hmm. That shape is creating a V-neck over top of your top. Okay. We'll we'll have to post this photo so everyone knows what we're talking about. (laughs) Um, 
or you can do it with necklaces. So there's many different ways depending on what's going to make you feel comfortable and what's going to work with your body as well. Okay, awesome. Next up, knowing your body shape so that easily flows into that. Yes, yeah. Oh, my God. It's just so important, even just for online shopping. Just know your body shape. So there's three main measurements that we love to take to know your body shape, and that's the chest or bust, your waist, and your hips. Now, these three main measurements will allow you to shop with confidence anywhere, and it will give you key aspects, whether you're an apple a pear, an hourglass, a rectangle, or an inverted triangle. And once you know those, then you can know what kind of silhouette, what kind of necklines are going to make you feel amazing and look amazing. We're looking for that balance in body. So in our society, we're looking for an hourglass shape. So how can you create the perception of that in what you wear and then translate that to the person watching you that's going to go, oh, this looks like a really awesome, healthy person because that's the underlying thing that we're looking at, right? Well, body image is such a big discussion in itself. What's so big? And it's different in each country you're finding. Like so like culturally – Bigger butts are big yes. in certain countries and then here in Australia. So yep. you're talking about the Australian. I'm talking about the Australian. Uh. So like you can totally mix it into whichever your culture is. And the great thing about like once you know your shape, then you can choose. Like there's sometimes I'm going, I'm a pear shape. So my butt is bigger compared to my chest measurement, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go, look, I really actually want to be curvy in the butt today. So I'm going to show it. I'm going to flaunt it. Well, the Kardashians have made that a huge thing that people rush out to get. That's what's empowering about knowing your measurement. It's the numbers on the measuring shape will change, change throughout your life. Like once you know what body shape you are, then you can actually invest in really cool items that you can dress yourself with confidently. And then you can go, cool, I've actually got like four different sizes in my wardrobe. Today I want to actually oversize. So I'm going to intentionally choose to wear that bigger size for my body. And sometimes I'm like, look, I'm feeling really hot and like I can really just like tighten it up. I'm going to wear that smaller (laughs) size for my body. That's awesome. So Saturday night, watch out. Yeah. You're coming. That's so cool. Uh, Next up, we're talking colour palette. Mm, Colour palette. So this is, again, like going deeper into knowing your body, knowing like what's going to look and feel good on you. And so many times, again, with clients as well, like, you know, when you put something on and you look at yourself and you go, "Mm, something's not quite right, it's probably the colour. So there's three major colour tones. And if you're in cosmetics, you may know these. There's a warm, a cool and a neutral. What it does is it impacts how colour next to your skin is going to look and impact. So, for example, a red on my skin, I'm a cool undertone, will make me look really shallow and sickly. And that's going to impact how I look at myself in the mirror. It's going to impact how other people look at me. Likewise, like, you know, if you know, you're warm, so you're a warm undertone, I'm going to say, because you look gorgeous in that yellow. Oh, thank you. I, know, I do have fake tan on too, though, so it's bring <laughs> out those colours. <laughs> so that, if you were wearing like a really cold colour, you'd probably look like really drawn out. Yeah, like, I just, can't do maroon burgundies mm, on me, especially burgundy lipstick. Yeah. No good. Yeah, yeah. So perfect example. Like mm. it's usually those colours that we go to intuitively and we're like, hmm, something's not working here. So trust that intuition and go the other way. And that's really going to like change your life. And with those different tones, mm. are there any other examples of where you've helped people really understand that mm. and there's been a huge 
difference for them? I think one of the biggest difference is simply like with how they put their wardrobes together mm-hmm. because I work always work with like five colour tones and if you're an entrepreneur especially – Actually, even if you're going for a job interview or anything, colours have a really good, cool psychological aspect. Yes, let's talk about that. (laughs) Okay. So how I build colour palettes, I will have action colours. So they are colours that um, make you, like, want to act on something. So they're usually bright colours. Red. Um, Is red Red a power one, isn't it? Red, depending on the tone of red, can be action and it can be power and authoritative. Mm. And then, so, like, a a bright yellow is an action colour. It can be a gold. It can be, like, a green, a pink. There's something that makes you... Energize. It feels energized. So if you're in a room, often children's playgrounds are full of action colors because they're like, play, 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 play. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. And then we have like the, on the opposite end, we have the grounding colors, those really like vulnerable colors. So if you go on the children's thing, that will be what's in the children's bedroom because that's what we want when the child's like, cool, we want you to calm down now. So they're usually like, you know, those off-whites, those really calm, earthy colours, pastels, and they just make you feel calm and, like, feel at ease with what you're looking at. So they're great sales colours because people just go, oh, I can connect with you. I feel like you know me. On the other end, if you wear too much of those, people just kind of tend to walk all over you as well. So, oh, yeah, it's so interesting because they go, oh, I feel so calm with you and now you're asking for something in return or now you're creating a boundary. But what you're being perceived as and what you're creating perception as, people are going the other way. So this is where we like to mix in the authoritative colours, which are generally like, you know, black is a classic one, navy, darker reds, all those kind of darker, really like, this is my tone. They create this real incredible aspect. So that is what's going to create that perception of I am here and I'm an authority. So that balances all those things. So once you know how to mix those together, then you create like these little signals to the brain that's going to go, cool, I feel like I need to act on something here. Also, I feel like that person's an authority and I also can connect with them and feel at ease with them. And conversely, like it means it gives us a bigger range of flexibility with how we behave as well, which when you want to like create that authority in an interview or in your own offer is perfect because sometimes you need to go, I'm the authority here. And sometimes you need to go, I am here to hold you. I've got you. Mm. And then sometimes we need to go, and what are we doing now? So having all those mixed in and particularly once you know how to mix it in with the cuts, it just creates magic. It's quite fascinating, Mm. isn't it? Because we're talking about not only clothing, but then the brand aspect. Mm -hmm. So for anyone that's got their own branding, like I'm pink and yellow. So as Mm -hmm. you said, you liked the yellow on me. And so it makes sense, but I hadn't actually looked into why. They just made me feel happy. Mm. But it's really fascinating. Oh, yeah. So like once you get under the undercurrents of that, and you can totally use this, like your brand is your personal character. You use your brand with your friends and family. You kind of go, ooh, what do I want to feel today? And you build it from that. So love it's it. really cool. Oh, it's so interesting. <laughs> uh, so tip number four is mm-hmm. intention. So what you want to express 
for yourself. Yeah, and so that's a perfect lead on. So what I would say to many clients would be like just to have a think in and sit with what are your values? What are your core values? And then what we so it could be freedom, it could be family, it could be fun, it could be travel, it could be adventure, it could be money, it could be anything, you know. So diving into what they are and then bringing out to like, well, what do they look like to you? And many people will stop at that feeling. And it's like, no, how do you, what do they look in the tangible material world? Like if you saw an image of someone on the beach, what does that conjure up to you? Usually it's freedom, travel. And if so, you see someone in a suit, what does that conjure up to you? Mm. So I was thinking about all those things and then you go, oh, cool. And this is where I love to get like Pinterest out and stuff. So you can just love go. Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. So good. So you could just create a board around, for example, freedom. And then you go back and you look and you'll notice that you created a pattern. And then you go, oh, that's interesting. So I've noticed that I put on heaps of yellow on my board for freedom, but I don't have any of it in my room. or in the, That's interesting. That's a gap that I can now feel to better feel freedom and express freedom. Conversely, you can go, cool, I've got heaps of yellow on my board and I've got heaps of yellow in my yo know, life. Awesome. I'm on track for that. So you can kind of lean into expressing that and go, okay, cool. So I can confidently now go out and buy yellow pieces knowing that they're going to express who I am. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So quick question. What Mm -hmm. colors did you choose for your branding? Oh, I chose, so I've got black as an authoritative color. It was so interesting because I used to wear, especially with my old clothing label, a lot of colors, a lot of like a big mix of colors. And then I discovered that when I went into this color palette, that people was like, okay, you are a authority in styling and that was less color so all these social stereotypes play with them and have fun with them um so i've got black as my authority color i've got a like a dark emerald green as my unique color and action color i've got a navy blue like an electric navy blue as one of my unique colors and action colors as well and then i have like a a champagne pink, like a really light peachy champagne pink Ooh. as my one of my vulnerable colours. And then I've got a almost like a tan, a really light tan sandy kind of colour as another vulnerable colour as well. So that gave me balance between the authority because I was wearing lots of dark colours and then people were going, oh, you look like an authority, but I can't approach you. So I mixed in yes. those softer colours so that people felt like, oh, I can still approach you. And now so I kind true, of, yeah. You don't want to be too intimidating. No, mm. no. It's like, it's, and it's totally just exploring and finding that balance and thinking about like, oh, cool. My intention today is to appear as this. And I think we're going to go into that next one anyway. Okay. So well, you can lead off with number five, Lucky Lars, <laughs> who you're speaking to. Yeah. So this is the game changer. So once you know who you're speaking to, then you can kind of go, cool, well, this is how I would express that. Um, how can I best connect that to them? Because in the end, like what you wear is communication. It's visual communication. And the easiest way to miscommunicate that is to kind of go in blindly and not respect what the other person's view of that aspect may be. So I love um, Tyra Banks. Mm -hmm. Tyra Banks, when she was first auditioning for her first Parish Fashion Week, Mm -hmm. she actually researched all the designers. So all the designers and she researched who they were hiring 
So what look they were after. And then before each audition, she would shift her look to better communicate that she was the best person for that role. So it could have been so smart. And she booked like the most amount of gigs for a new model during that year. I love it. She's a complete hero, like in her branding queen. Oh, so good. But yeah, so she would would go around and she might like just put some lipstick on for one of the shows or she'd wear a skirt for another one or, you know, a suit for another one. So that's how she was able to communicate like this is me and this is how I can connect with you and this is how you can now place me in your vision of what we want to create together. Cool. Mm. I love that. Any other examples of great communication? Well, you always have like the the stereotypical, like the politicians and oh, all that yeah, kind of Oh, yeah, we love them. <laughs> <laughs> like the politicians are a great example of that more conservative <laughs> communication. And then we go for like that louder, like on the other side, entertainers, like musicians, rock stars. Rock stars. Mm. They can have a lot of fun with they how sure they can. appear because they can, they push the boundaries because they're entertainers. So Lady Gaga, mm. Beyonce, they're all like really big aspects of how they communicate, you know, their wealth, their attitude, their hero aspects, their queen aspects. I love these topics. Mm. Like... Obviously, you do this all day, every day, and I can see why you're so passionate about it. Mm. So great. Anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap it up? One of the biggest things for me about leaning into clothing was how it changed my life in form of like creating that confidence in self. And I know like going through, you know, finding jobs or starting businesses and all that kind of stuff, sometimes we can uh, just have the little doubts and sneaky things that can come out that like really dressing and appearing and standing in front of a mirror, like feeling incredible and boss and knowing that you're expressing you by like exploring these aspects. And it is so fun because like you can literally just try on personas and go, huh, is this me? And you go, oh, no, that's not me. And you can go, great, I'll change that. Or you can put it on and go, wow, that is powerful and that is who I'm stepping into today. Imagine what I'm going to do in the world. So this kind of like work and leaning into that physical and that exploration of how you're externalising yourself is so powerful. So have some fun with it. That's so great. So can you just explain some of the services that you can mm-hmm. provide if anyone's ears are being pricking up throughout <laughs> this chat? So you can go to people's houses mm-hmm. and actually pull out stuff out of their wardrobe. Yeah. What, what are some of the services that you can provide? Yeah, so I've had clients all over the world. So as long as I can see you, I can work with you. So you can do a Zoom call yes. and go through the wardrobe that way. Yeah. 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 So I can um, visit people. I can um, go through wardrobe. So I do wardrobe reconnections and that's really powerful process. I also go shopping or I can walk through shopping with what them. What a if hard job. It's so hard. <laughs> I know. I was shopping today. I was like, oh, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I can also do, I do a lot of brand strategy and like diving into, you know, externalizing who you are so that you can fully express yourself. 
So that is a lot in branding for entrepreneurs, for companies. And then I also do a lot of like masterclasses and sharing stuff online as well. So there's a few different ways, like the membership that we have, which is a great access point to really dive in to do it yourself. And then um, we jump in as well. And then, yeah. So and they might want to work with you one-on-one after that, after yeah. the three-month membership. And yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. So if you are interested in learning a bit more about that three-month membership, you can find out more info for Matilda's membership with typing in embodymybrand.com and I'll also put that in the show notes for you. So, oh my goodness, you're making me want to go shopping. Let's go. Let's go work out any more colours that aren't in my wardrobe. Ooh, I'd love that. Let's do it. Bye. Bye. We'd love to keep the conversation going from this week's episode over on Facebook. It's the Big Sis Pod discussion page and that's where we'll be able to find you. We would love to hear all your feedback. Did you love it? Did you want more? We cannot wait to hear from you. We'll see you there.